0: Welcome to today's podcast with Bishop Wale Ajayi. Second Corinthians one, for the last time, it says, "Now this is our boast; our conscience testifies that we have conducted ourselves in this world, in the world, how we have lived our lives, and especially in our relations with you, with integrity and what God the sincerity." We have done so relying not on worldly wisdom, but on what? God's grace. Paul is saying that the opposite of living by God's grace is living by worldly wisdom. So, what's simply saying is you are either living by God's grace or living by worldly, fleshly, earthly wisdom. So, when Paul, or in the Bible, speak of the grace of God, they are speaking of something tangible. Not something that will not happen. Jump to verse 15. Go to to verse 15. Jump to verse 15. So, hear what it says. Because I was confident of this. Because I was confident of this. So, what, what what does it mean? When you speak of God's grace, that's when what you are saying must happen. So, how do we say it? Oh, I will come tomorrow by God's grace. That by God's grace, when you talk, it means, say, if I not come, not who me? So, when I not come, you say, but I'm talking about God's grace now. But when in the Bible they say by God's grace, it means that it's definite. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? (laughs) The world says, for when the people of the world speak, they don't speak with confidence. That's fleshly wisdom. That's what they don't know. No confidence. But when we speak, we speak with confidence, and we speak by the grace of God. Now, what was Paul trying to say? Let's let's go to go to verse go to verse um, thirteen and fourteen. Let me show you what I mean. Verse thirteen, right? For we do, for we do not write to you anything to you who cannot really understand. And I hope that next verse, as if I said so doesn't part, you will understand fully. Or you can boast of us or you can just you, Jesus, verse 15 now Because I was confident now If you understand the way the conversation was written Verse 12 is the beginning of the gist Verse 13 and 14 is like Throwing things inside So in verse 15 it continues the conversation So you can in your mind you can Take out 13 and 14 And join 12 and 15 together Does that make sense to you? So because of this, I was confident. I wanted to visit you first so you might benefit twice. I wanted to visit you on my way to Macedonia and to come back to you from Macedonia and then have you send me on my way to Judea. Was I fickle? Show me in King James what fickle means. Or oh, amplify. When I was therefore dust-minded, did I use lightness? Did I say it without confidence? Was I unsure? Was I not confident of what I was saying. That's what fickle means. All right, go back to my NIV. Or do I make my plans how, in a worldly manner? Or verse twelve, by fleshly wisdom. Worldly manner is fleshly wisdom. Go back and now says verse fifteen. All right. So that in the same breath I say what, both yes, yes, and what? What does yes, yes and no, no mean? Yes and no. What does it mean? How can you ask you one question and your answer is both yes and no? It means that you are unsure. You are not confident. It's maybe or maybe not. That's what Paul calls planning in a worldly manner. That's what Paul calls um, and to to people of the world you are being humble. It's humility. Not to be sure. People like it when you are not sure. It makes them comfortable around you. Now, all those language is negative worldly language. When you speak like that, you are not living in view of the grace of God. The grace of God is not a passive thing. The grace, When you think of grace of God, think of the cross who gave up his son for you. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Go back. Now, Paul is speaking about something as simple as a visit. So he said, yes, yes, and no, no. Next verse. But as surely as God is faithful, our message to you is not what? Yes and no. For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who was preached among you by us, by me, Silas and Timothy, was not yes and no, but in him has always been yes. Why? For no matter How many promises God has made? They are yes in Christ. And so through him, the amen is spoken by who? Us. Once again, it's not amen, oh, amen. And you must not shout when you say it. Your voice must not be louder when you say it. If your amen is louder. No, 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 don't don't crack your voice for necessary reason. The, the amen is said or spoken not so that it can happen but to the glory of God. Watch what it says to the glory of God by us. But now, see what's Paul saying here. Paul said, When I say I'm coming to you, I'm saying that with confidence because I will surely come. Why? Number one, I'm living by the grace of God, not by worldly wisdom. Number two, in the in agenda that. Anything I say or I plan to do is backed up by the fulfilled promises of God. So when I say that this will happen, I'm saying it with confidence because there's a promise of God already fulfilled that I am walking in the light of. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? If, for example, for example, I want to pay my house rent. And the money to pay the house rent is already in my account. And I tell you, I will pay the house rent tomorrow. What does that mean? I'm speaking based on the confidence I have that the money is already in my account. So, based on that money in my account, I make the declaration. Paul is saying, all I need to be confident in life, specifically today, about my provision, has already... Been credited to my account. Based on that knowledge. I plan with confidence. I don't speak like the world. Yes and no. I say yes. Because what is necessary. For me to say yes. Has already been credited. It's called the promises of God. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? (laughs) When you read your Bible. I taught you before. Abraham and the others. They lived on a posited check. How many of you know what a check is? When a big man gives you a posited check, the money never did it, but if you trust the man, you go begin doing do anyhow. Based on a posited check, and you, the man has credibility, you can begin to act anyhow. You will call your landlord by his name. You used to call him chief before, chief Emmanuel. Say, Emmanuel, Come. I'm making sense to you. There are things you want to do based on a positive check, you have confidence. Have you seen you no know, people borrow money to people? I've seen people who do that. They loan money, and to get the money, but they tell people, write positive check. They have confidence that the check, the checks will mature. So they are confident that they have, they have loaned money out. Abraham, Isaac, and the others had faith, confidence based on a positive check. The check has matured now. The resurrection of Jesus is the maturity of that check. The promise of God was made to them, but it wasn't fulfilled until Jesus rose from the dead. Acts thirteen thirty two. Acts thirteen thirty two. Quickly, and we declare to you what glad tidings! How that the promise which was made to who the fathers. Next verse. God is going to fulfill. God is going to fulfill. What has he done? He has fulfilled. How? In that he raised up Jesus again from the dead. So his resurrection means that the promise is fulfilled. Paul said, this is what I know. That makes me plan and live with confidence. You know what it means to live by the grace of God. I live in view of the resurrection of Christ. That it means that the promises of God have been fulfilled. The check, the deposited check has come to maturity. The money is in my account. So when I tell you I will give you five million, I have it already. So hear me. Your provision, your provision as a promise is already fulfilled. So when you speak with confidence, I will never be stranded financially. You are not saying that because of physical cash in your account. You are saying that because what is necessary for you to speak like that has been done for you already by Christ Jesus. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying this morning? So don't speak like the world. I know no I go be. Oh, I know I go be. Nobody knows tomorrow. Oh, I know tomorrow. It's not humility to speak like that. It's foolishness. Because when you stand against the wisdom of God, you are putting in foolishness. So it's not wisdom to speak with uncertainty and and, and probability, but it's confidence and wisdom of God to speak with confidence. My house rent will be paid. That's my faith talk. Uh, That's my faith talk. I will not be embarrassed at school. That's my faith talk. Things will go well in my future. That's my faith talk. That's my language. Everything is well with me my language. I'm blessed. That's my truth. My truth is what the resources required are already made available for me. Thank you for listening. We trust God that you've been tremendously blessed by this podcast. To download the full message and other messages by Bishop Wale Ajayi, please visit www.cgmmiraclecenter.org. You can also follow Bishop Wale Ajayi on all social media platforms. Be blessed.